Hi, this is Sydney, and thanks for listening to the show today. If you liked today's episode, please let us know. Hit the subscribe button so you can get updates on our new episodes. Leave us a comment or review. We love all of your feedback. Share the show with your friends, and most importantly, come introduce yourself at our free online community at millionairestraining.org. This is really interesting because you've had so much experience with retail products and different platforms, online platforms. so there's a concept in, in uh, business where you, you can look at a product. If you say, okay, I'm winning with this. I've got a product. It's profitable for me right now. And then you can look at what are horizontal integrations or verticals that I can go into, right? So do you actually do that on a regular basis with your business? You say, um, like, how can I increase my profit by changing some of the the components of my business? Like you, would, you said... Um, I don't want to be paying the you know any kind of retail even wholesale is too much for me so now i'm going to become the manufacturer right so right. You went back to the the and then do you have other like have you shared your risk by having different manufacturers for instance like you know when when COVID hit yes that affected our ability to get stuff into the country or across the world right so yeah. so you have like different- this is always something there's always something new around the corner right yeah so, you know, you're looking, so you're looking at risk c- control all the time. You're looking at, uh, so you're looking at uh, all the different areas of your business and saying, um, how can I cut my costs and increase my profits? And then you looked at, well, who needs shoelaces or who needs this product? And you started saying, um, you know, you, so you'd be wholesaling to someone like Disney. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't have a huge profit in that, but then you've got another distribution channel, which is your consumers who are willing right. to pay full price, right? And then, and then you expand your distribution by saying, uh, let's be on eBay and Amazon and Shopify uh, and yes, hmm? yes. Yeah, multiple channels. Multiple channels so that you're not, you know, so that if something like, uh, you know, Facebook changes there, shuts down your ad account, which just happened, you know, recently, uh, they had a whole bunch of ad accounts shut down or Google changes their algorithm or and, you know, all these things that can happen. You, you've got other streams to see you through the sh- until you resolve that issue, right? Yes, yes. And I mean, and you never know, man. It's like, as soon as you think you've got all bases covered, something crazy happens, right? So COVID, look, here's what happened to us on COVID is that, um, you know, it started in China and our major supplier is from China or in China, where our warehouse is. and. The deal was the, the 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 COVID hit there like a week before Chinese New Year. So we already know that Chinese New Year is going to stop your products from shipping for two or three weeks. Then COVID hits and you don't know how long it's going to be. So literally, there's no way we could, none of us really could prepare for the backlog of ships that were not you know, uh, they couldn't get the cargo off the ships, right? So they got all these ships backed up in the harbors in China that need to get the cargo off so they can put new cargo on. And I mean, it just literally for about a month, world cargo stops. There's nothing I could do, you know, really for that. So even if I'm, and, and then we got a backup, like you say, well, we got a backup. We can't order out of China. Let's go order out of, you know, uh, uh, where do we go? Not not Singapore, uh, uh, 
Thailand? North Korea. I mean, it's North, oh, North Korea. South Korea. Korea. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. North Korea. That's funny. So we go out of South Korea, right? However, the problem in South Korea is we can't get ships in because the, they're stuck over there in China with stuff that they ha haven't been able to get on boarded yet. So as soon as they get out of China, they'll be bringing the, they'll come over here, they'll drop some stuff off, we can put it on. So I mean, it was just like, dude, you know, so you never know what's going to happen. But at least what I've learned over the years is you've got to be pliable, right? You've just got to be pliable, because something's going to break somewhere. And that's just part of what it is to be an entrepreneur, you got to be able to handle that stuff. And you got to have some money in reserve. That's what I learned. Was, oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so people know my story. Um, I had I got I went and had some medical tests. I was getting overweight. I went decided to go and get some tests done, took some time off work and found out that I had uh, advanced breast cancer. And I was like, they said, you have to go straight into hospital and have like, you know, well, they like you got to have surgery right away. I was diagnosed on Thursday, Tuesday. I was having my surgery. So, wow. um, you know, so it was like. And that's when you realize when something like that happens, you realize, God, I, I meant to get that in income protection insurance. I meant to get that life insurance. I meant to get, but I never got around to it, you know? So like you're thinking all of a sudden you've been caught out, you know, do you, could, can your business run without you? Right. Can you, you know, if you suddenly have to go in and, you know, if something happens, you get sick, you get in a car accident I mean, things happen, right? Things happen. So same things that are outside of your control, things like what happened with, you know, with, all, with the global economy. So that's why you always want to make sure you you're you I would say probably my number one tip is out of everything you you make, always put some aside. Like, you know, they always say pay yourself first. Make sure that you're putting some money away for a rainy day. And yeah. the, and we're so terrible at it as entrepreneurs. We just keep wanting to we keep wanting to reinvesting in our business. No, you know, that's a good, that's a good and, and I have this fight with entrepreneurs, you know, because I'm but you know, I could just I'm like, you need to put some money away. It might just, you know, only going to, you know, yield you three or 4% or, you know, five, 10%. They'll be like, but man, if I put it in my business, I can flip that money. I'm like, I get it, but you just can't keep doing that. You just, you got to put a piece, a portion of it away. You And that, that's, that's such a good example. That's real. That's the reality, you know, that people that life happens that's what it is life happens and have you had the experience like i have that you make millions and you think you're like oh i'm set for life right and then something catastrophic happens and you burn through it like or you get bad advice that was my thing i got really bad advice from a financial advisor and i overrode my own common sense uh, because common sense is not that common right so <laughs> You know, you're thinking, oh, I don't know if I really agree with that, but he's the expert, so I guess I'll take his word for it, right? And uh, this is a big problem, too, is that we, you know, we don't always know what we don't know. Right. Yeah, we don't. I mean, uh, there's just so many. I could, look, I think, the, I'm, I'm trying to think of how to say this the best way and make it pliable for everybody. But I, I just, I can't say it enough. No matter how much you make, you can spend it, right? I know some broke ass millionaires. I know them. I know them. I know them. I know them. 
right? We can hang, we can be doing, you know, driving in the best cars, eating the best restaurants, but they are just like many other people, two paychecks away from broke, you know? Because I mean, no matter how much you make, you can spend it, you know, just because you've got, you know, they always say, here's the thing. If you can learn to live below your means, you've made it. And most of us try to live just slightly above where we are and we shouldn't, we could live backwards. Dude, I'm really lucky. I'm married to, you know, somebody that is just so damn cheap. (laughs) Cause if it were up to me, I probably would be broke again. I'm serious. I'm just serious, you know? So that's one of the things you got to have a yin to your yang, you know? I agree with you. I agree. I mean, I think I actually blame uh, our culture. I mean, I I can only comment on what I can only comment on what I've grown up with, but you know, I think in, in this particular era that we're living in, consumerism has been like, we, we've lived through the, you know, TV emerging and becoming a major uh, force in our lives. You know, um, when we were kids, we played in the street. Now kids play on Xboxes and, and uh, you know, iPads and stuff. You get on a plane, you see parents with toddlers who are addicted to their little iPads. When I used to get on a plane with my kids, I'd read them books because um, I had to keep them busy, right? You know, now there's right. screens in the seats. And if we don't get one, we're like, what am I going to do on this flight? I take right. one with me. I love airplanes. They're so good for, for working. No interruptions. So Yes, they are. I, love <clears> I do love a good movie too. So yeah, I'll never forget. I'll never forget one time I'm coming back from Australia and the, and, uh, um, uh, the flight's pretty full. It was full, right? And my screen did not work for the entire trip. I and was people so who don't know, People who don't know, we're talking about a 15 to 20 hour trip, right? <laughs> so it is a long haul. It's a long haul without a screen. It was like, good thing I had stuff on my iPad already, just in case. But I learned my lesson that day, boy. But I learned to read and do work and all those things that I get distracted by sometimes when I got the stupid TV in my seat. But yeah, that's just, but that's back just to the point. point. The back, the back to consumerism though, the, um, the thing is that, you know, we're being told that we need to have all the latest. This is the thing, the kids are, it's just, have you ever, have you seen the movie, um, the social, what's it, it's that movie that's out. Um, On, um, I know what you're talking about. Netflix. Um, On Netflix, the, the social. social. Yeah, oh gosh, I'll have to look it up. But it's all about the effects, the, 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 the addictive effects of like gaming and, and all the social media. And uh, so basically people are, are being groomed to become buyers, right? From social dilemma. We've all been social, what is it? Social dilemma. Social dilemma, thank you. And uh, we're being, uh, we are being brainwashed from an early age, uh, even from when we were kids to buy things, want more, buy into Christmas, buy into Valentine's, all these, you know, spend money. You need to have a beautiful home to feel fulfilled. You need to have a great car. And so it's a never ending cycle of trying to um, feed a, you know, a beast, a hungry beast, because as you've probably found, I've learned uh, every time I, I used to flip houses. So I would move into a home while we were building our businesses, we were also having, you know, raising young families. So we would uh, buy a house. I'd fix it up while my husband was working. And um, 
the and then I would you know and the thing is I would buy these ugly houses and I'd, I'd be really pleased with it because maybe the location was great you know right on a park or something you know but my friends that I was trying to impress that I thought I would would be impressed by my you know great purchase you know they would come in and they would be like criticizing how ugly my house was right and what I found was that if you're doing it because you want to impress people it's a never-ending failure cycle because the people that you are trying to impress they will never be they never allow you to impress them right it's <laughs> it's, a, it's a no win game really they will always find something won't they yeah so you've got to find what makes you happy and that's really challenging for a lot of people is to actually tap into because the, the real secret to being a millionaire is live within your means because you've got everything you need like really as long as you've got enough to survive and you can support your family you can give your kids your, the great education you want for them or whatever it is that's that's important to you you can live somewhere like here in america is a great example there's um, lots of places that you can live very very reasonably here and we're yeah. seeing a lot of this now we're seeing people moving from state to state because they can't afford the expensive cities they were living in and they're moving to, uh, back home or they're moving to different states where they can afford to live right yeah it's crazy what's going on man uh, home sales have been out of uh, this world yeah, really but, I mean, one of the things is too, as I, I read a book a long time ago, uh, The Millionaire Next Door, yeah. which really just, it, it gave me a different paradigm, you know, and that's, it was different than watching, you know, I'm old, so I grew up with the dynasty era, you know, that 80s. And, Alice and dynasty. Yeah, you know yeah, I know. That's, we, where, that's when it started. And then, you know, now you got the kids and they listen to the rap uh, music and, uh, pop music and it's all about you know consumption they're they're you know they don't create anything they just consume and well, you, uh, look, you know huge social icons influencers you know the kardashians excuse oh me. yeah oh the yeah kardashians and you know their lavish lifestyle and um you know the the sell their they sell products they're they're endorsers you know and that's i mean that kind of went back to paris hilton and, and what's been going on celebrity influence has been going on for decades yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but uh, I think with with e even with that, they have they work pretty hard. You know, the Kardashians are are a business, you know, uh, family, and they hide it very well on TV. You know, I'm sure if they're running their businesses, doing the billions that they're doing. They have some of the same issues that all of us have as entrepreneurs and business owners. You know, it's not all roses and champagne. You got to work, you know, this, this thought of, you know, it's easy. That's the number one word that uh, marketers will use. It's easy. Anyone can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. You know, and those are all sales tactics, honestly. You know, if I would pull back the curtain on any millionaire and tell you how they stay and how they got here, it's not all, it's pretty ugly. You know, there's, there's challenges and, and trials and changes and all of those things, but you've got to embrace that. You've got to love that. It's got to motivate you because if not, you'll give up. You'll give up. Most people are not successful simply because they gave up too soon. 
Hi, this is Sydney, and thanks for listening to the show today. If you liked today's episode, please let us know. Hit the subscribe button so you can get updates on our new episodes. Leave us a comment or review. We love all of your feedback. Share the show with your friends, and most importantly, come introduce yourself at our free online community at millionairestraining.org.